sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. In January of 2001, Pope St. John Paul II gave his marching orders to the church at the dawn of the third millennium. But what were those orders? What did he say? And does it still matter for us today, 22 years later? The answer to the second question is yes, and the answer to the first question is you'll find out in this episode. Welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that, as always, we love listener feedback, so please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email. The address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined in the studio by my, my, my the, the, the revolving door that is, a, well, no, no, it's you and, you and Renee are the regular co-hosts, yeah. Robin. Um, every now and then I get some random person wandering off mm-hmm. the street, but usually it's my ours. Yep. Robin and Renee. Today it's Robin. Yay. Hi, <laughs> it's me. Sorry. <laughs> So, so far you've succeeded in using monosyllabic words in every word so far. So I'm just curious to say, I pointed that out to you. I shouldn't have just to see if you're going to use words with two syllables or maybe three at some point. What? (laughs) (laughs) That's only one. Well, hello, Chris. Oh, right, there we go. There we go. Hello has two in it. Elise is over here. Like, do I stop? Are we going to start over? No, we're, we are. We are. We are charging. We didn't practice ahead. this part. I know we didn't. Um, no, we don't really practice. So, um, Robin, last week we what was going to be just a single episode mm-hmm. on John Paul II's letter Novo Millennio Inunde. You were so mm-hmm. excited about it. Like, can we talk about that more next week? Yes, so we which decided is now. to make it which is now. So we decided to make it uh actually it's gonna be a trilogy. The oh, great Novo Millennio Inunde trilogy. I love it. So trilogy. Trilogy. That's three <laughs> syllables, which is good for a word that's about three. You yes. Trilogy is about three. You know, I like that. it. At least you got three. Okay. So, at least when are you going to get on camera and video for Ignition? Yeah, I'm sure people are wondering who is this Elise we hear about? She's our awesome producer person in the background. She Oh, she doesn't have a mic. So, oh, I've heard you talk about Well, I'm pretty me. sure she, she could take care of that. Anyway, so um, three of us in the studio. Th- there are three of us. Three. <laughs> three. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Okay. So what we're going to do today, <laughs> uh, there, there are a number of things that, um, so folks stick with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trust us. Um, <laughs> there were a number of things in this document um, that struck you, so we're going to talk about those. But in mm-hmm. case folks didn't listen last week, again, this, the context here, this is a document, an apostolic letter that John Paul II issued um, in January of 2001 at the end the, the, the end of the great jubilee of the year 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh the year 2000 was so amazing that it had to, it started a week early and ended a week, quote unquote, late. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what? I'm so excited. Do I know what you mean? Do, yes. Do you know what I mean when I say that, Robin? Started a week early and ended, ended a, a week, week late. late. Yes. I'm not sure. So the, the, jubi- the, 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 liturg- <laughs> the liturgical celebration for the year 2000 started. Did it start a week 
before the year actually yes, started, started, and then it went a week yes. after it ended. See, you did know the I answer. did know. I just, okay. So yeah. December 24th, uh, Christmas Eve mm-hmm. of 1999 is when it started, and it ended um, on the traditional date of, Epiph- of Epiphany, January 6th, 2001. 2001. So it was yes. such a big deal that it, it got supersized yes. by two whole weeks. I love it. Uh, so at the end of this, John Paul II, on uh, the, the date this was uh, released uh, January 6, 2001, this apostolic letter. It is, as I said, so the the subtitle is At the Close of the Great Jubilee of the Year 2000. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think we should um, put in the show notes so people have a link to it. Okay. At okay. least can you make well, sure that yeah. happens? Um, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're laughing at the, the sticky notes she, here in the studio. There's a couple sticky notes that uh, <laughs> um, at least Okay, sorry. So yes, with that, <laughs> this. Sorry, I'm just like we're so excited about this document that I want people to know. Like, okay, I want to read this too. So we'll. Click so it's there. John Paul II's, um, as I said at the open, basically marching orders. Yes, like, he, it, it's not the last thing he wrote. He he lived for another four years. He wasn't like this. Is no, was not his last will and testament. But in some ways, it does serve. I, I think. Um, it mm-hmm. is worth us returning to and reading here again as, as we're recording this to some 22 and a half years mm-hmm. later. Yeah, because it does apply to all of us. It's still, yep, it does apply to all, but it still applies to all of us. So Rob, Robin Bergman, what excited you? Because you, you didn't read all of it, but you read a lot of it. So much yeah. so that last week, like, can we talk about this more? So why did you want to talk about this more? What about this document excited you so much? What I love about this is because like so many things that we have access to in our Christian Catholic library of resources yep. is things that are written in history yep. can still apply today as right. if it was written right now for us at Amen. this time in our life. And when um, JP two was um, elected to be the Pope, there were crazy times Yep, and life just, or the world seemed chaotic 1978, October of 1978. Yeah. I remember it well. You remember? It I when do you remember was, it actually. Do you really? I don't remember being like, elected, but I mean, I was, I was five. Wow, that's I remember, impressive. You remember when you were five? I mean, you weren't five yeah, yet. But, yeah, yeah, but I was. Yeah, 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 but I remember. I mean, and that's the thing with JP two. Is anybody listening or watching this right now? They know who JP two is. Yep. They know who John, Saint John Paul II is. Yep. They know, and he affected. So many people, so I mean, billions of people yep. that were Catholic or not Catholic. But what I love about this is we feel like we are, and we are, we're living in nutty times right now. But that, so what he wrote these 20 some years ago applies to us today yep. and how we can um, grow in our holiness, how we are called, just like the people of that time were called to, um, to embrace just living a holy life and, um, you know, casting our nets like, um, out into the deep, like we talked about last episode and how, um, doing that not only changes our life individually as a Christian and our walk with the Lord and our relationship with our Lord, but it can change others' lives too. And that's what I absolutely love is that you and I and everybody listening or watching as an individual, just living our lives and trying to just strive for holiness and a, a deepened relationship with our Lord can affect at least one or more and or lots of people that can change the world. We can. 
And I think that when we get in um, just our normal lives and we're living in crazy times, we think, oh my goodness, how can I, just one person, make a difference? Right. But we can. So when we take these words of wisdom from JP2 and just try to apply them to our life and become more aware of our journey as a Christian, we can if we will all embrace this sort of a message through evangelization, but that can be a scary word to people. I just feel like when we think of it as, well, you know what, as one person, I can make a difference. If I embrace my Christianity, I can help change the world Amen. and help others to see Christ. Amen. So that's what I just love, love, love about this. So is there a specific, is there an article that you, that really drew you or is it just some of these ideas? Like what's the, what's the best way to sort of, so with, so with, with that sort of as, as an introduction, how do you want to get yeah. into this, some of the specifics? Um, one of the, so last week we talked about, you know, casting our nets <clears throat> into the deep. Something that really stuck out to me is opening wide the doors of Christ. To Christ. To Christ. And um, I feel like that we started talking about that with the Mother Teresa letter two episodes ago, and then we kind of started with that. And it was really about our individual relationship with mm-hmm. the Lord and how we are called to deepen that. And that, to me, is like we're opening the doors of ourself, yep. of our own soul, our own life, our own heart, opening the doors to let to invite Christ in and make a difference in our life and help us to just fill our ourself more with the Lord and with our Christian faith. Right. But it's also opening the doors to others to experience that. Because by mm. being the face of Christ, if we're living that the best we can, obviously none of us do it perfectly, but if, if we are focused on taking that seriously and our call to holiness, um, which he talks about in this letter too, like we all have this, there's a universal call to holiness. Right. And universal, so often when I hear that, I think that's a big call. But no, that means us. Yep. That means each of us individually are called to this universal holiness. So we're opening the doors to that. Like, come on in. Okay. Yes, I want that. I want to be a holy person. I want to live holy the best I can uh, because I want to meet our Lord one day and Amen. I want to live in this life. But when we have the doors open, that grace then will flood out to others. Right. So I don't know. I just love that image of the doors just being open to Christ. So you have these, something here that you want to read? So I do. So I, I'm um, pulling it. This is so, so that, that saying open wide the doors to Christ um, is, is uh, one of the more well-known sayings of St. John Paul II. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, what I pulled up, it, it wasn't the first thing he said, but the, in, his, in the homily, that he gave on the mass that inaugurated his pontificate. Okay. He somewhat famously said mm-hmm. that. Um, so I was just scrolling through a bit. So, so he was elected October 22nd. Uh, no, 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 no. He was elected earlier than that. The eight, 17th or 18th of, of 19, October 1978. And October 22nd was the, the day of this mass, actually. Okay. So it's always a few days after um, a pope is elected that they have the mass mm-hmm. that He's 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 actually he's officially the pope as soon yeah. as he's elected. Right. Uh, as as soon as he accepts, I should say. Yeah. So he, they vote but for him. He accepts the mass. results, and at that point, he is the pope. Um, and then a few years later, there's a mass to inaugurate 
to oh, celebrate okay, sure. the beginning yep. of his pontificate. And it's in that homily, and, and my, on my phone, the text is just way too small, um, but it's in that homily that he famously said, open wide your doors to Christ. Do not be mm-hmm. afraid um, to open wide your doors to Christ. So uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to find it because I have to zoom in and then, yeah. but it's it's way back at the beginning. So it became a constant refrain. So that's mm-hmm. why in this document, mm-hmm. he refers to that image, which yeah, people love as you did. Yeah, and I like how, Along right after that, he says, do not be afraid. Yep. Because I think sometimes it can be afraid to like be vulnerable to um, deepening our Christian faith life. Amen. There's vulnerability to that. Um, and so I love how he, he has that, like, do not be afraid, which yep. are, are big words that he used often also, do not be afraid. Um, so I love that. He's inviting us into right. this, right. a deeper relationship. Um, with the Lord, and that can just change so much. Oh, so just, yeah, don't be afraid of it. Don't so here it is. I, I found it. I, I, I took the time to find it. So To zoom in. <laughs> Elise is mocking my zooming in, I think. I'm getting old. Yeah, whatever. Article 5 of the homily. Brothers and sisters, do not be afraid to welcome Christ and accept his power. Help the Pope and all those who wish to serve Christ and with Christ's power to serve the human person and the whole of mankind. Do not be afraid. Open wide the doors for Christ. To his saving power, open the boundaries, and he goes on. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, do not be afraid. Open wide the doors for Christ. Mm-hmm. So as you said, the, the, the doors of your heart and help mm-hmm. others to do the same. Yeah. So yeah, going all the way back to the beginning, like I said, it became a refrain. Yeah, I just love that. Um, and a lot... It's imitating Christ so we can transform history, but we can't imitate him if we don't know him. Absolutely. And so that's the beginning of opening the doors. Right. Is to get to know him better. Yep. And how can we do that? And we've talked in past episodes how to do that. Um, But it can really, so he talks, gives different ways, I think, of doing it within this document. Um, And one of them being prayerful people, um, which is, um, just having like more of a friendship with our Lord and having that continual conversation with him and an awareness, which we talk about a lot together right. too. And they just, I, I don't know, when you open these doors and like what you just read, it's almost like you, then you have, I think you're more in tune to the grace because we all have this grace available to us. Mm-hmm. But when we're opening these doors and we let the Lord in, he brings a lot, like I just feel like, there's so much more. Does it multiply? I don't know, but I feel like we're more receptive maybe. So I, I, I want to, uh, right. clearly you are taken with this, this image. And I want to, I want to dig into that a little bit more. Okay. So what is open wide? You, you have, you, for a long time, you've had a personal relationship with Jesus. Um, so what is it that this idea of opening the wide door, the open wide, the doors for Christ to Christ Why does it resonate so deeply? It's clearly resonating with you. You know what I think it is this time that just really hit me a little bit different is in my own life, I feel like, well, yeah, I've always had the door open, but it went from just being like this single door open to like, no, this is like two doors, like a big open doorway that will allow more of him in. Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause you can get more in through, like if we're moving furniture, you yeah. only have one door, Right. it's a little tricky, but if you have right. a double door and you open right. it up, well, come yes. on in. Yes. So I think for me, it's so, like this receiving <laughs> of more what? of him, 
But then to let it spill out, because if you only have one door, if you have two doors, you close one, there's still stuff going in and out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yep. I'm just going crazy with this full open wide the doors. But I so I think that's what you asked what what it was. And I think that's what it is, is I went from having, okay, of course I've got this open door to let Christ come in more and to share him out. But this I feel like I have been after reading this letter invited Mm. into just more of a double doors or open wide this huge garage door. Let's just let it all come in and then let it spill back out again to others. Hey, med sister. I mean, I almost don't want to, like, I, I, I'm, I, I'm ready to chime into something, but I, oh, I do. I've, I've do. Loved, I've loved, well, I love what you're saying. So, um, it, it, it's a common thing, especially like in TV shows and movies, you know, the person who lives in the apartment building and somebody knocks on their door and they're like, who is it? So they like, yeah. they open it, but they have the chain <laughs> just a chain on. Yeah, a little so crack. They just crack it open. It's like at know, a hotel. That cha- <laughs> like the hotel, exactly. They get the little slider. They put a, who's out there? Like, yeah. what do you want? Yes. And that's kind of how we can be. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you want, Jesus? What do you want, God? What do you want from me yeah. now? Do I have time today really? to let I mean, you in? I don't know. Uh, Come yeah, back yeah. tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> as, as opposed to, yeah, like, like open that. Yeah, oh, it's I, I you. Love, Come on I love in. the double door image. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, we're just open. So so it's it's open wide yeah. the doors to Christ that really is That's just got me this time around. Just gotcha. more so than ever, I think. Okay, so let's just, let's just. Let's just uh, keep riding this horse, all right, uh, farm girl. Giddy up. All right. Um, <laughs> what does that look like in Robin Bergman's? So you are this week. Thank you for being here because as people are listening to this, uh, you, you, you're, you have a, a son who will be getting married off. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot going on at the Bergman house, yep. right? R- literally, as we're recording earlier in the yep. week. It's wedding week now. But it's wedding week. To right, this, right. It will be passed. Um, it will be passed. Uh, so what does it look like for Robin Bruggeman to open wide the doors to create, if there's, if there's an example that comes to your mind, or maybe not this week, but recently, what has it looked like when you've actually, how, how do you, because people, okay, okay, I, I get the, the, the metaphor, I understand it, but, and speak to the Chris Bergwalds of the world who really need the how-to manual. Like, how do you do that? What does that look like in your day-to-day life, Robin? Do you, any chance you have an example either from like literally right now this mm. week or in recent past? Um, I might have a couple examples um, that I could share. And I would love to share this one. That's just an interesting, fun little thing. But um, I would say right now, it's okay. Just trying to make sure the door is left open because I think we can also in whatever season or life or maybe week of life, like for me, it's crazy where we can tend to maybe close the door again. Okay. Like, okay, I'm a little bit busy, Lord. I don't, I don't really have time for you right now. So I'll visit you after the wedding, So right. you know? So, but it's Wait, okay. Can, time so, out. So, okay. So it's like, it, it's, it's wedding week and there's mm-hmm. knocking the door and you know, it's Jesus. And you know he's gonna have good stuff for you, but hey, I'll be right there. Yeah. I'll be, oh, oh, oh. Let me finish this first. Here. I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. Got, I haven't gotten a Mercedes reference in for some time. Oh, do Mercedes is my youngest. I love her. Our youngest. She loves you. I told Mercedes that on her tombstone, it's gonna say, "Here lies Mercedes Bergwald." Quote unquote. Just a sec. Just a sec. Oh. Because Mercy always says, "Just a sec." Like, hey, Mercy, come here. Just a sec. Mercy, it's time to for a bit. Just a sec. Mercy, you got to do your turn. Just a sec. Um, so it's kind of like that. Jesus knocks on her door. Just a sec. 
I'll be right yeah. there. Lur, yeah. lur, I mean, hold, hold on. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me a minute or give me a week because it's really busy. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I know, I know, I know. I'll, I'll be, yeah. I'll get right there. I know, I know what you've got is good for me, but yep. I'm in the middle of something real. Cause he, yeah. can you give me just a sec? Right? Yes. Yeah. You know, that reminds me of, um, I don't remember whose quote this is, so I can't give them proper attribution. Yes. But there's a saying that's like, okay, get, if you give the Lord, okay, give the Lord a half an hour of prayer a day. If you're busy, give him an hour. And so many times we can think, are you kidding me? I'm busy. I'm just going to have to, I'm going to have to cut that to 15 minutes, maybe five if you're lucky today, God. But instead it's the, no, actually the busier, the more more crazy we are, the more we need him. And that was, we talked about today last week. You're like, are you sure you want to come in next week? It's wedding week. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, it's fine. And then today I was like, oh my Ah! goodness, what have I done? There's so much to do. But I said, you know, actually, this is just what I needed. Right. Because when I started to re-prepare for today's recording, I felt like God's saying, no, just look, Robin. See, I just wanted to come to you in all of this and have you reorder, yep, that knock. And just, and I hadn't closed the doors. Right. I was just not looking in that direction all the time, but I was still trying. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So I, it was real life. So here's, here's I was the feeling right the draft. You, you get the doors kind of open and Jesus is like sticking his face and hey, hey, <laughs> can, can, can I come in? Can I? It's more like this. Okay. Like if someone's watching, it would be more like, okay, if the door is like fully wide and I'm fully aware, I'm like looking going, hey, come on in. And this week I'm like going, I'm still focused. I'm like, come on in. There, I'm not looking, but go. come on in. That's good. So I think it's more, that's where I'm at this week. How do I make him come in this mm. week? Which, and I've not been doing, and I, it's, a, it's an awareness. Like, I'm like, okay, Robin, bring him in, bring him in, because you're going to, you're just going to fall off the edge if you don't bring him in. Right. So it's that reminder, that awareness of, okay, keep him in, keep him in. Like, just keep him right in with me. But then today he knew even what I needed. So right. even when we're not aware of what we need, he's there just prompting us if we will pay attention to his prompts to say, no, no, look, I'm still here. So that was just, this is what I needed today to just awesome. regroup and take everything else away from what's going on in life and come in and talk about him and how he can spill out to others, which I just love. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Okay, so we've got about six minutes left. <laughs> what else? Okay. Your favorite hits from Nova Millennial in the well, old day. Um, okay, so one of the other things that I just love that I had written down, um, other than be not afraid to open wide and or open wide the doors of Christ to Christ, um, was when we do that, and we talked about how when we imitate Christ, we can transform the world, but then we are able to bring gospel values to bear on society and culture. Yep. That really also just kind of shook me um, because that's the kind of world I desire to live in. I want to live in a world where people are doing that. I want to do my part and do where I am called to do that, to you know show and reflect Christ to the world, um, but to bring those gospel values and bear them on society and culture because, um, especially raising kids, mm-hmm. it's an interesting world. And I, um, and I have grandkids now too, but I want to live in a world. And I think we all do where we are all open to doing that. Yep. And so that's the other encouragement that I really received from this, um, letter that he wrote, this document was this, this renewed, um, sense and feeling and invitation to live this way, 
But my hope is that others will also embrace that too. Because if we do, and it doesn't have to be in these huge ways, it's little ways around us, which maybe we, we can share a thing in the next episode, but little things we can do that can make a big difference Amen. to change the culture, to change the world we live in. So this is such an important point. Um, it's a commonly made one, but still it, it's, it's one of those things where <laughs> it's said a lot, but it's not lived a lot. Right. Um, yeah, sadly. So our religion, Christianity is not meant to be a private thing. Mm-hmm. It's not meant to be something that I just do in my church right. or in my heart or my home. Mm-hmm. It's meant to, so you kind of, mm-hmm. the eye opening wide the doors of Christ mm-hmm. for Christ, it's meant to spill out. So yeah. I invite him in and then I'm meant to share him outwardly with mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. So this is, going again, going back to, not to this letter, but to the the homily from the mass that inaugurated his pontificate. The part that I stopped reading from Article Five. So, open wide the door, Christ. Do not be afraid. Um, open wide the doors for Christ to His saving power. Open the boundaries of states, so governments, nation, mm-hmm. nations. Open wide the boundaries of states, economic and political systems, the vast fields of culture civilization and development. Do not be afraid. Christ knows what is in man. He alone knows it. So right off the bat, I mean, just this, again, this was nothing new in the Catholic church. This has always been part of Christian teaching that our faith is meant to impact every Mm -hmm. aspect of not just my own life, but the, the, every aspect of our lives together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Christians are meant to be a leaven in the world. What does leaven do? It raises the whole loaf, not just the little part of the loaf. Mm-hmm. The whole loaf is meant to be changed by the leaven. Mm-hmm. So we, by the the way that we live, by the way that we think about everything, uh, we are meant to change the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and I, what I love, Robin, um, about what you said, and 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 you alluded to this. Uh, before we start recording, too, it's, it doesn't necessarily have to be in what looks like grandiose ways. Mm-hmm, it's it's mm-hmm. it's in small ways that that we can change the world. It's in small ways that Christians have changed the world. Mm-hmm. It makes me just think: don't just be a Christian; be a Christian. Mm. Does that make sense? Like, actually, do it. Like we, we can say, okay, I'm a Christian. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I identify as a Christian person. Right. But be it. Right. <laughs> do like do that. Live it, live it up. Yeah. Live it. Let it, it be who you are. Right. Let it be your family who you so, are. Okay. We're gonna run out of time. I um, know. Good thing we're gonna have the trilogy were, next uh, <laughs> coming up next week. Well, I know, but that's gonna be the yeah. conclusion. I mean, yeah. okay. um oh my gosh. If I were a Viking well, I'm a Viking, stop that. I'm a Vikings fan. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, well, do you? Go, I know. I know. Right. Thank you. Thank you for your uh, okay, sincere no, keep apology. Um, well, do you do you go to games? Well, no. Well, do you watch the games? Well, no. Well, who is the, who's their quarterback? I don't know. What? Are you a Christian? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Then live it out. Amen. Amen. Stay tuned for more next week, folks. Yes. That will wrap this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us ignition at sfcatholic.org with questions about today's episode. Anything else that excited Robin will tell you and ideas for future <laughs> episodes. And until next time, may God bless you. <laughs>